Welcome to another Outside the Box, trying to redefine courage. Today's topic is gunless, not gutless. What kind of foreign policy should we have in the U.S.? What should our relationship be toward other countries in this world? One policy we have now is based primarily on military might, being a cop to the world. We've done this since the end of World War II, when the U.S. emerged with the least destruction and the most military power. And we've been trying to maintain that dominance ever since. Another policy has been one of economic advantage and exploitation, supporting U.S. corporations in other countries. The the companies usually pay inadequate wages to workers in those countries or to subcontractors that make products for the U.S. market. Goods are cheap for us, but workers in countries with weak economies in Asia, Latin America, and Africa are struggling. The policy prioritizes U.S. company interests over other countries and their workers. But the real questions are, have these policies worked in the past? Are they working now? And can they work in the future? My answer in all three cases is no. We waste so much of our money. We look out for number one, the U.S., not what's mutually beneficial for everyone. This failure impacts us in many ways. Almost two-thirds of every income tax dollar we U.S.ers pay goes not for roads or health care or affordable housing, but for weapons or interest on the national debt to pay for those weapons. Europeans, Canadians, Japanese, and Australians who take advantage of U.S. military might can afford health care that's universal and comprehensive, safety net programs that provide affordable housing, child care, and various worker-friendly supports, and other social benefits because they're spending very few tax dollars for weapons and interest. An example of the failure of our economic foreign policy is immigrants clamoring at our borders. Instead of promoting democracy and human rights in other countries, our exploitive economic policies that suck money out of local economies are forcing massive immigration to the U.S. and other wealthier nations and corruption and poverty in host countries throughout Latin America, Asia, and Africa. If our corporate presence in other nations brought as many economic rewards to those lands as to the U.S., we would have a much more mutually beneficial relationship with so much of the world. What could be a different kind of foreign policy? One that depends not on a specific regime or government, but rather on three concepts or principles, reciprocity, human rights, and trust. Trusting that we are peaceful and other countries are also and not a threat can reduce the perceived need for so much nuclear and conventional weapons. Russia's recent incursion into Ukraine was based on the fear of other countries ganging up on it through NATO. A policy of trust depends on good political relationships between countries 
and heads of state. A first step in building trust is to reduce our stockpile of nukes and conventional weapons and to stop selling weapons to other countries. A foreign policy that elevates human rights above political expediency would be a game changer, but we must lead by example for other countries to follow suit. More openness to immigration would help, as would aid to those countries that send immigrants to our borders, so fewer people are forced to leave their homeland. More support for democratic movements, even if anti-American, would help, rather than only those allied with the U.S. Ensuring that U.S. corporations support worker unions and follow rigorous environmental guidelines in other countries would demonstrate the primacy of human rights in our foreign relations. A policy of reciprocity, rather than the U.S. taking advantage of other countries for our benefit, would also promote greater trust in human rights. We don't want the U.S. to benefit at others' expense, environmentally, economically, socially. Relationships must be mutually beneficial or else renegotiated. Requiring that U.S. corporations pay a living wage to workers worldwide can begin reciprocal relationships. Are these principles for a U.S. foreign policy too naive or too unrealistic? Perhaps, but we won't know without seriously trying them. Besides our current foreign policies of policing, military deterrence, and us first, everyone else second, have been hugely expensive and created homeland insecurity. We have little to lose and much to gain if our relationships can be based more on reciprocity, human rights, and international trust. Do you think a foreign policy based on these three principles would be better for us and for the world? I'm Larry Danzinger, wanting different foreign policies everywhere.